Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits, and welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are continuing the Holiday 411 series. You get two holidays back to back. That's right. And we're talking about Easter. Easter. Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. I was Passover. Make... All of the hey. things. Hey. <laughs> I was going to make sound effects, but I was like, mm, I don't know any. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Easter sound yeah. effects? I, I was, I was going to think of Easter sound effects, and I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know any. Yeah, share those if you know any. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know any. Other than the default, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I don't know what else you could. It's just done. an announcement. <laughs> I don't know if it's Easter specific. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes, we're taking suggestions for Easter uh, sound effects. Yes. So, uh, as I said in the ramble, today we are talking about Easter and Resurrection Sunday. You may have also heard it as Passover, which is a Jewish holiday celebrating the exodus of Israel from Egypt. Um, we do plan on doing a future episode on Old Testament holidays and Old Testament festivals and stuff like that. Yes. So we won't go into too much detail about that. But in this episode, um, there is definitely a connection and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So um, we're here to break down Easter and tell you what it means. It's a right. little convoluted. The story gets a little wishy-washy like all of these holidays do. <laughs> I'll say, which holiday has it been? Yes, yes. So just, just hold on. But if you're expecting okay. confusion and where did this come from and why, this is the episode you for the you. Right place. Yes. Welcome. All right. So in Christianity, Easter is the day that's dedicated to observing the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is celebrated around the time of the Jewish Passover. With the spread of the gospel, early Christians who did not participate in Jewish customs merged their observances with a pagan spring festival, recognizing Easter as quote-unquote resurrection day. The origins of Easter originated as an ancient pagan celebration of the spring equinox. So, what was Easter originally and why is it called Easter, right? So yeah. we're here to answer your we're questions. We're here to let you know what we know. Exactly. We're here to let you know what we Googled and the articles <laughs> that we found. And what's interesting about exactly. it. Exactly. So according to a 6th century British monk, the word Easter comes from Eostre, which is E-O-S-T-R-E, or Eostre, which is E-O-S-T-R-A-E the Anglo-Saxon goddess of spring and fertility. Uh, other historians maintain the word Easter derives from in albis, I-N-A-L-B-I-S, a Latin phrase that's plural for alba, A-L-B-A, or dawn. That became Eostrum, I'm, I'm not gonna spell that, but mm. in Old High <laughs> German, a precursor to the English language of today. If you didn't know you were coming to a spelling a lesson. Yeah. You're welcome. Maybe you haven't done spelling me in a while. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, e ostrum. <laughs> Use it in a sentence. Um, <laughs> Easter is originates from e ostrum. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. So the origin of Easter started with early Christians celebrating the Passover, worshiping Jesus as the Pascal Lamb and Redeemer. Some of the Gentile Christians began celebrating Easter on the nearest Sunday to the Passover since Jesus actually arose on a Sunday. This especially became the case in the western part of the Roman Empire. In Rome itself, different congregations celebrated Easter on different days. That's crazy. Yeah. Seems, Seems like a lot of about. confusion. Yeah. <laughs> As with many of these holidays. Of course. <laughs> what else is new? Seems like a little confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of that. Um, what is it? What did we just do? Um, April Fool's? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, um, we have the new calendar. You're celebrating the <laughs> wrong new year. Like, man, it was rough out there. Yeah, and then they're making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying over here. I know. I'm trying to do my best. 
So to get a little teachy, in AD 325, the Emperor Constantine, who favored Christianity, convened a meeting of Christian leaders to resolve important disputes at the Council of Nicaea. Or Nicaea, don't know. N-I-C-A-E-A. One of the most important decisions was about the status of Christ, which the council recognized as fully human and fully divine. This council also resolved that Easter should be fixed on a Sunday, not on day 14 of Nisan. Nisan was a month in the Jewish calendar, right? Yes, I yes. believe so. Exactly. Um, insert car joke here. Um, <laughs> because of this resolution, Easter is now celebrated on the first Sunday after the first full moon of the vernal equinox. So this was a lot. Um, mm -hmm. The fact that they convened a council, right? They're yeah. like, hey, we have Christian issues and we need answers. It was just too many things happening. Yeah. Everyone was doing something different. And it was like to the point where they're like, we need to have a meeting yeah. and talk about this holiday and we need figure to it out. To an like one, are we in agreement about celebrating Christ? And two, we need to figure out which day works for everybody. Yes. This is ridiculous. So. Yeah. So uh, it's just interesting so, how yeah. that had to happen. Um, so as we mentioned, this holiday has a lot of significance for us Christians, but many of the traditions and symbols have pagan roots. Um, Easter festival was far more popular among Catholics than Protestants. According to Puritans, the holiday was too tainted by non-Christians, so they didn't really celebrate it. Sounds like Christmas. Mm -hmm. There was a shift in the 19th century and the focus of Easter, as well as Christmas, mm -hmm. became a lot more family focused, so more Christians would celebrate it. Now, this is interesting because in many of these holidays, you can see how the involvement of kids and families helped actually like spread the holiday and then commercialize it and really um, redefine them in different ways, which aren't always the best ways of making the holiday about something else. Yeah, yeah. but it definitely, uh, there's a pattern, right? Yes. Of like trying to shift the perspective of what the holiday means right. by putting that focus on the children and family time mm -hmm. um, and kind of like pushing aside uh, kind of the pagan roots or, yeah. or, or you know the origin of what yeah like what if, it we, actually means. if we refocus from or if we shift right from pagan uh practices that we now don't support because we're yeah. christians and we shift it to the family you know the family is the foundation that it starts everything and right. so they're like huh let's do that and you can include like a lot more people if you do yeah. family even if they were non-believers if you focus on family like everyone has family so then you can include all these different people you know yeah. so like want them to celebrate certain holidays mm -hmm. and if you're trying to take the or trying to bring that christian side of it then you can also kind of reach people that maybe normally wouldn't celebrate mm -hmm. christian things right oh it's family based and yeah then, you know they like, want to hey, be part of it we're going to this come with us yeah. and it's just it's easier for the for the actual holiday to spread as yes. well yeah 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 that was smart <laughs> that was a smart strategy they probably sure came was. up with that in the council <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of those meetings so how are we gonna do it <laughs> Very good, very good. Okay, so before we get into anything else, uh, we do have to mention that Easter is also thought to be linked to the goddess Ishtar. Apparently, there's a lot of debate about this, but essentially Ishtar was an ancient Mesopotamian goddess of war, fertility, and sex. Because she was thought to be a goddess of fertility, eggs and bunnies were symbols that she was associated with, which of course there seems to be little proof, uh, but she seems to be directly linked to the like symbols of the lion, the morning star, an eight or 16 pointed star. Yeah. So there's this, there's yeah. this thing where people are like, Oh, Ishtar and eggs and bunnies. But then there's these other people that they're like, actually, no, yeah. she's connected to this other thing. So there's a lot of debate, but about we just kind of to, what she's linked yeah, to. We just wanted to mention it. Yeah. But she does have kind of 
some affiliation with yeah. all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but additionally, the word Easter is thought to be derived from her name, Ishtar. So there's some similarity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what we found, it seems that the information, uh, which we've just talked about, uh, is more directly linked to Easter, right? Like there's a little bit more basis yes, than this. Yes, there's a little bit this. more proof than this other theory. Um, but of course, this is also something that's been mentioned um, that we read about. So we just wanted to share it as well. Yeah, we just wanted to bring it um, up. Because, you know, it's also kind of... Uh, pagan holiday basis so mm-hmm. um you know there's there's something there i'm sure yeah we, we bring up the information and then y'all do the research and then y'all yeah. decide which which one you want to believe which but one <laughs> it's just it's just interesting yeah it's yeah. just interesting to know kind of uh where a lot of this comes from because it could be a mesh of all these things right like right um like there's the gods inter- when we were talking about like yes how it's the same god it's just in different cultures that he has mm-hmm. different names or she has different names exactly yeah. but because their characteristics are similar or their stories are similar they kind of become one yeah Uh, So this could have very well been something like that where it was influenced in a a similar way. Mm -hmm. But I know what you're thinking. Are we going to talk about eggs and bunnies and all this stuff that we've been mentioning? And yes, of course we are. Of course we are. So to start it off, we're going to talk about the Easter bunny. Um, So the exact origin of the Easter bunny is really not known, uh, but he seems to be related to like Santa Claus's cousin or something, right? Because they're both about giving gifts to children. Yeah. And so, at least Santa Claus has a sack. Yeah, Easter bunnies don't have. This is just Where do you carry this random. stuff? <laughs> but anyway, um, so some historians believe uh, it arrived here in America by German immigrants in the 17th century. So this whole idea of the Easter bunny. Uh, the story is that there was a rabbit called Osterhase who used to lay eggs. And he's supposed to have visited children and he would lay eggs in these nests that the kids would build him. And originally they made these nests out of like hats or paper boxes, you know, decorate them instead of like baskets like we kind of see today. But once the kids would finish their nest, you know, putting them together, they would put them in these secluded spots kind of to keep the rabbit from getting scared or, right. or you know, shying away mm-hmm. and to allow him to lay his eggs, right? Um, another part is that we know that hares and rabbits have uh, for a very long time been associated with spring and like new season and the season ritual and because they have this ability right to like procreate and yes. fertility is like yeah. a big thing they have a lot of offspring <laughs> yes they do yeah. and so that association of like you know spring and multiplying and all this stuff right is also very very popular yeah and cue the, cue the valentine birds <laughs> sounds very similar <laughs> yes. right yes yes yeah um, if y'all don't know what we're talking about we're talking about the valentine's day episode um you can listen to that and yes so you yes. can catch that joke so you can kind of understand why yeah. birds why we're talking about birds right now mm-hmm. The other thing is Easter eggs, right? We see eggs. It's a big symbol of like Easter, Mm -hmm. like you kind of associate it with. So eggs are believed to represent fertility and birth in a lot of or certain pagan traditions. So including eggs in the celebration kind of became part of the tradition to like the nod to Jesus Christ's rebirth, right? Mm -hmm. We're thinking eggs are birth. So now like there's Christian value to it. So we're going to use the egg as Jesus is a rebirth. Yeah. Um, it is also believed that in earlier centuries, eggs were not allowed to be eaten during Lent. So because people had these extra eggs, they would decorate them and then kind of keep them away until they were ready to eat them. (laughs) Oh, what a quandary. All these extra eggs, what shall we do? Yeah, let's decorate them so we know which ones they are and then we'll eat them on Easter. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) Like that seems like a lot of eggs, (laughs) but you know something to think about another tradition uh from the fourth century was people presented eggs in church to be blessed and sprinkled with holy water 
Uh, and then by the 12th century, Benedictio Ovodum. Oh, he had introduced authorizing the like special use on these on these eggs, right? Uh, like a holy day for uh, yeah for using eggs. It only takes one man. <laughs> yes. And so the timing of this, you know, blessing, uh, the timing of this blessing would uphold the idea that the Crusaders may have brought this tradition as well. So there's some talk about Crusaders bringing this idea of presenting these eggs. So even though eggs had been used previously, the Crusaders may have made it like more popular and widespread because that was like a, a big thing during this uh, 12th century. Mm -hmm. And then in 1290, Edward I of England uh, was recorded to purchase 450 eggs to be colored and covered with gold leaf. He then gave these eggs to members of the royal household. And as you know, royal families have a lot of influence in society. Yes. So I'm sure after seeing him decorate all these eggs and give them to family, then people were like, that seems we cool. We want to do it too. Sounds like the Christmas tree. And, you know, so that could have influenced very well, mm -hmm. um, you know, wanting to give out eggs to people. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty eggs. Pretty eggs, right. <laughs> yeah. um, there's also kind of tradition of eggs were being dyed red, which uh, stood for joy and kind of a memory of Christ's blood. Um, and then there's like egg rolling contest that um, a lot of people do on Easter. It was like a tradition that came from England that again could have this connection to like the rolling of the stone mm -hmm. to Jesus's you know, tomb. Yes, I see so, it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> so they try to connect that, you know, right, to. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. This is about Christ. We're rolling Super eggs. Super far fetched, we're but I see it. I stone. see it. Yeah. There's, there's rolling of, of things yeah, and so you roll works. one thing, you can roll something. I don't know. Yes. Okay. We're we're just gonna leave it there. You take it if you want. to. <laughs> Also, well, the next thing is Easter egg hunt. So we found a source that suggested that it grew out of the tradition that German children would search for hidden pretzels during the Easter season. And so since children were already hiding these nests for the bunnies, right? They would at the same time be hunting for these pretzels. They just, it just seems like a thing that they would do. Just I like guess. one thing to the next. I read this and I was like, Yeah, pretzels. I did too. I was like, are they wrapped? Or were they just like placed on the ground or? They were they like the them? yeah? Were they the the hard pretzels yeah, or were they the, the were they, yeah? The I have questions. Are they the little twisty mm -hmm. ones? Yeah, my concern was for cleanliness initially, but I was like, yeah. I don't. I, have I mean, questions. if they're being placed in the nests, maybe they're not so dirty. <laughs> I guess. But if they're just being thrown about, yeah, like I don't the know eggs because eat... eggs are placed everywhere. Yeah, you just don't yeah. eat them, right? Exactly. So yeah, and eggs have a shell. So yeah. even if you throw them anywhere, right. or don't throw them. Don't throw them. <laughs> But and wherever you hide bottle. them, yeah. if they're cooked or whatever, you can eventually just take the... Yeah. You know. And also, like, it's morphed into, like, the plastic eggs that have the stuff oh, on yes, the inside and stuff. Because, like, we don't want <laughs> real eggs sitting out for hours. Mm -hmm. So let's do plastic eggs, of course. So we can see how all this morphed into I mean, convenience. we can see something. <laughs> <laughs> it's very convenient. Like, no, 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 let's not do real eggs. Those are going to smell. Let's do plastic eggs. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Uh, another kind of fun thing that I read was about um, like Easter food. Like I know you hear a lot about people doing like lamb mm -hmm. for Easter dinner. Tell us why. Uh, so the Easter dinner uh, has, of course, historical roots and a lamb was often used as a sacrificial animal in the Jewish tradition. And so a lamb is frequently used right for the Passover dinner. So because Passover is parallel to um, Easter, uh, then we can understand why they would maybe serve lamb yeah. as now for Easter. Yeah, for that, I do see a direct yes. correlation. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. And of course, you all know uh, Lamb of God, 
is used to refer to Jesus. So of course, referring, you know, the lamb and having that as a representation, also understanding mm-hmm. um, why you would incorporate that into your Easter Easter dinner, Easter festivities. Yes. So for us Christians, Easter is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus from the tomb um, on the third day after his crucifixion. Easter is a fulfilled prophecy of the Messiah who would be persecuted, die for his sins, and rise on the third day. And you can see that in Isaiah 53 as a prophecy. Remembering the resurrection of Jesus is a way for us to renew our daily hope and that we have victory over sin. It's a reminder, right? So of course, our focus for this day and really, of course, every day is that we're celebrating Christ's death and his resurrection. Um, And that's why this is an important thing to remember. Yes, it's very important. It's very important. And um, it's it's amazing. And, And I think we have, in regards to Easter, we have a lot of focus on the fact that Christ died and um, resurrected, which is amazing because he conquered death while he did that. Now we have everlasting life because of him and praise God for that. Yes, Um, But it's also important to remember, and I was reading this today, so you get this gem for free, (laughs) is the fact that if Jesus had not come, died, resurrected, but then ascended, we would never have the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's a part of this as well, right? So it's this full picture of like, he didn't just come to live and die. He came to live, die, go back, and then send the comforter. And uh, that, that was important to say. So I'm here to say it. Yeah. It yeah. just brings full circle, right? Yes. Like everything yes. that Reconnects the connection yeah. from the connection that was broken in the garden. He reconnected it. And now we have full access to the father because right. of him. Right. It's huge. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So it's going to be really great when we get to dive into some of these um, Jewish holidays because Pentecost is one yes. of those. And so we'll definitely kind of touch like, what are you talking about? Jesus, you know, ascended mm-hmm. and the whole thing. We'll kind of bring that in. When we talk about that, but that's the important thing about why 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 celebrate, why acknowledge Resurrection Sunday, Passover, Easter. Um, our focus as Christians, like I said, is we're focusing because he he rose, right? Mm-hmm. He died and rose for us, and in addition to yeah, he also you know ascended so we can have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So all of that is just amazing and beautiful, and we're just in awe of everything, and we're. That's why we're here. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah, that's why we're doing <laughs> this right now. That's why we're literally here. Exactly, exactly. But we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We just wanted to Absolutely. bring another holiday to your attention and just talk about it, right? Dissect it yeah, a little bit and, and learn a little bit more about the holiday that we, that a lot of people, you know, we tend to celebrate, but maybe we don't know how yeah, it started. Yeah, and, and how all the different things kind of fit in or came to be. Yeah. So um, we hope that you learned something today. As always, this is Fran. This is Yadi. We are the Midtown Misfits and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.